Big dog ball talk. Matt Eichhorn. Jordan Flegel. Another exciting week in the association, especially the weekend. Uh, we're here to bring you all, all the content that you've been starving for. The, you know, I, I think some people probably wish this was daily, Jordan. Uh, I don't think we could do it. Yeah. I think that we would break. Uh, so shout out to all the uh, the daily NBA podcasters out there. Uh, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe if this was like the only thing we had to do, that would be great. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're here to give you your Monday and Friday fix. Uh, break down the NBA weekend. Uh, this 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 podcast is going to be all about trade talk. We know everybody loves trades. We, we know we love trades. So uh, if you don't like them, then this is bad bad news yeah. for you. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jordan, I'm sure this was uh, this was kind of music to your ears. Yeah, I know trade talk is probably uh, your 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 top go to thing when we when we hop on the pod. Uh, oh yeah, Matt. I mean, I think even though that this is what we're going to tackle today, I think. You know, d- down the line before the trade line deadline, we got to do another, you know, special where we just we just throw our fake trades out there for fucking two mm-hmm. hours straight, man, because I've got them. Um, and it's exciting, too, because just yesterday, you know, January 15th was when and we're going to get into it a little bit. But when the the sort of lifting of pretty much all trade restrictions on almost everyone in the league, there's still a few yep. guys uh, ineligible for the whole season, but uh that January 15th date was, you know, for, for those, I think those recently signed guys or, you know, so there was a group of guys, uh, you know, ineligible till then. So, so we're rearing to go. I think trade season's really uh, heating up and I'm excited, man. I can't wait to get into it. Well, uh, let's cut the shit here, man. Let's get right let's into it. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, first up on the trade block. Uh, Great. Starting strong. Already infamously uh, has, has kind of uh, put himself into a corner here. Uh, he told Yahoo Sports, uh, you either take advantage of me and my ability or fuck it up and the opportunity <laughs> with me. Uh, D'Lo, interesting comments for a guy like that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, again, this is his, his fourth team in the NBA. Uh, every single time he's been, I don't know, he's been traded twice out of those uh, to, to get to these destinations. One, one was a free agency signing to the Warriors. Uh, right. in which well, they traded trade. within, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, and then they traded them right away. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I'd say, uh, it, it, it's a weird comment for a guy who, like, uh, again, he really does still think he's like this up and coming 21 year old. Like, <laughs> yeah, D-Lo. He's, this he's is loading. Yeah. You've, you've had enough time, man. You need to go out there and prove and do something and make us believe in this, uh, the you know, so-called ability that, uh, the Timberwolves aren't getting out of you because I think you're not giving the Timberwolves that ability point blank. Like I, I, yeah. I, I I, like I said, this whole team is fucked. Like the the Timberwolves, the from top to bottom, the way it's constructed is it's just horrible. It doesn't work. Uh, there's no chemistry. The only reason they brought him there was to try and keep Cat there for the uh, for the another five years by bringing in his buddy. Uh, but yeah. I mean, obviously that uh, I don't think that really works because I. What have you ever been like? Oh yeah, D'Angelo Russell, Cat, best of buds. Like I swear to God, they did that one photo. Yeah, I had no idea. They, yeah, I swear when that happened, I was like, oh, they're friends. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, and then the Timberwolves were just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, uh, I, I guess, yeah, that we'll, we'll just pair everybody up together. Because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who was the uh, the other top three draft pick that year. Um, oh, God, I forget. Well, no, that would have been Jalil. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to remember. Yeah. There, was a, there was a third player in there that, uh, that another like, oh, kind of was all-star it Winslow? young player. Was it no, Winslow? No, that no. was a different year. Uh, it doesn't matter. But, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, Cat... Cat has proven himself, you know, obviously is one of the better players for the Timberwolves, but D'Lo just has never stuck out in any facet of the game to me. Like, he's always just kind of been okay. Like, he hasn't been bad, but he, hasn't, yeah. he definitely hasn't been great. Yeah. No, I, I, I claimed last time, I think we were talking about him, he's in, I forget what I said, but, I, I, like, in my mind, he's one of the worst starting point guards in the league, 
because there's a lot of good point guards and there's a lot of guys who you would maybe say aren't as skilled as D'Lo, but who you would still take over him because mm-hmm. they at least can maybe play some defense or, you know, set guys up a little bit better. Like, D'Lo is just, he's he's almost in that, like, rust territory where, like, you know, when, when he has the ball a lot of the times, he, he's kind of just hurting you in the sense that someone else should have it anyway. He, he, he's not that efficient of a scorer. Um, you know, he'll, he'll have a good night every once in a while. He can do a little bit of everything, but he doesn't do anything great. So it's like, uh, you, you've got to really have a great team around him uh, to mm-hmm. make up for, you know, the, the things that he brings to the, that he doesn't bring to the table. And mainly, you know, that's defense because, you know, that's, that's the other thing we see. If you're a point guard or a guard in the league and you can't play a lick of defense, there, you, you've got to really make up for it on the other end. I mean, look at Trey Young. He does maybe the best job of anyone, quote unquote, making up for it on the other end. But still, he's a liability liability on the court. He's even worse of a defender than D'Angelo Russell. I'll give mm-hmm. D'Angelo that. You know, he's not as bad as Trey Young, but he, he doesn't do a lick of guarding. Um, and I just don't think he's he's like I, I think I've said this before too. He's like a flashy passer, but he's not a good playmaker. He's not a good like guy who can sort of settle things down and set the tone and play in the half court. Uh, especially in like big games because he's never really been there to to prove it. So yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not really a, a big D'Angelo guy. Although like I like you know he's he's still a guy who can who can hit shots um, and you know can get to the rim and 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 do some nice stuff offensively if you've got a team that's already uh, got a good defensive identity. So mm-hmm. like I I would say like if he was gonna go somewhere. Uh, if you're a team like the Clippers, let's say, who's got a pretty decent uh, defense, but is I think right now 26th in offense, you could use a guy like D'Angelo, uh, and you've got other defenders, uh, you know, across the line, you know, up from him that can sort of make up for for you know his his lacking on that end. So a team like the Clippers, uh, beyond that, I you know I know he's been linked to the Heat. Uh, I and 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 possibly that's Kyle Lowry coming the other way, but but I also heard in that same report that that's unlikely to happen. So yeah. I don't know how you have both of those guys. That doesn't really make sense to me. But beyond a team like that, that's got a really really good you know defensive culture and identity already. I I don't think he's really going to help you all that much, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think I think the Clippers is uh, kind of the best spot, especially you know John Wall uh, going to be out now a couple weeks. Uh, you know, yeah. And, and he hasn't been amazing. Like he's been decent, uh, but same thing with Reggie Jackson. I mean, neither one of them have been really, you know, starting caliber guards. Uh, yeah. You know, for for the for the Clippers. So I think you know you put in a, a guy like D'Lo, maybe he just gives your offense a little bit of a boost because you know I think that's kind of the Clippers' problem right now is they have all these like yep. two way guys, but none of them really excel offensively. So yep. then when they're down, they can't really get out of that hole. So who knows? Maybe a, a guy like D'Lo could could flourish back in L.A. The set the second uh, the the, the the semi homecoming, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we would see how we do. Like, I, I had that one uh, kind of circled uh, here. Like, uh, you know, they they could make it. Like, you know, the the, the Timberwolves would have to somehow find. Uh, or, or, sorry, the Timberwolves, the Clippers would have to find a couple. You know, they have to scrap around and find uh, a couple picks uh, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, not like they've they've got many, but uh, just to make the money work. Like, I mean. Uh, and this would also be like it's tough, tough for the T Wolves because it's like it, making this trade. You're kind of essentially saying, you know what, this year we're not going to be competing. Uh, but you know, 
if you did like something like Nick Batum, Reggie Jackson, Amir Coffee, and then you threw in like uh, a first and a second or something, or maybe like a two two seconds, you could yeah. probably get D'Lo. I think you could you could make that. He's on an expiring contract too, uh, yeah. and then you kind of just get that depth. Uh, I had two Matt, other teams. I, mm. Matt, no, you know, yeah. Watch watch the Wolves be better after that trade, even though te- oh, yeah, maybe yeah. technically they maybe shouldn't. Even though you know what I mean, like because I think. Uh, just having another few players, even just one guy like Nick Batum and Reggie Jackson, who's been around for a long time, who's respected. Maybe you mm-hmm. finally get some big dogs, solve some issues on that team. Mm-hmm. So even though, yeah, maybe technically you're you're decreasing your talent. I actually like that move for the Timberwolves even this year. But but go yeah. on, Matt, go on. Uh, the yeah, the other uh, the other move that I had uh, circled here, and this one is really only if they decided uh, to hold on to uh, to Bradley Beal, who we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, but if the Wizards wanted to, you know, get try and just make this last push, uh, you know, yep. try and pair, and and this would be like one of the worst defensive backcourts in the league, <laughs> uh, you know, Bradley Beal and D'Lo. Uh, but again, same thing. You just get a haul of you know decent players, but no uh, no stars. Maybe they throw in a pick uh, just to to sweeten the pot. But but uh, you could get the deal done for Taj Gibbs and Will Barton, Monte Morris, and Anthony Gill. Uh, so you get you know some yep. bigs. You get some uh, you get a wing depth. You get uh, you new point guard. I think Monte Morris could you know get the job done there. Uh, but but again, I think that one's semi unlikely because there's no way the Wizards are going to be buyers again at the deadline. Like I think. If anything, yeah. this is the year that they finally are sellers. But we'll, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, um, the uh, the last uh, trade that I had out here because again, it's as you said, like when you're one of the worst starting point guards in the league, it is hard to find. You know, who would want you? How would you fit? Yeah. You know, because obviously he's made it clear that he doesn't uh, he doesn't want to take any of these small roles. He believes he should be getting like a the star player treatment. Yeah. Uh, so. How about the the real homecoming to LA? Uh, D'Lo and Torian Prince for Russ. Yeah, Straight yeah. To LA. Let's uh, go. And I mean, yeah, if the, I, I can see the Timberwolves doing this too, just because they are inept and uh, a little bit tone deaf. <laughs> and I could see like Westbrook getting sent there and just the whole thing t- fully imploding. But yeah, uh, yeah, th- those are really the only destinations that I could really I, I saw that it it really made sense because like for the Heat. Yeah. Like, why would you give up Kyle Lowry for D'Lo? Like, that, dude, then you lose your entire identity. Uh, well, I mean, not your entire identity, but you know what I mean? Like, D'Lo would not fit on that team, I don't think. I don't think it would work. Yeah, yeah, well, then, because then you don't really have any, you'd be relying on a lot of, you know, Oladipo to, to guard the, the other guy, you know, opposing backcourt players, because already, you know, Tyler Hero, kind of that's the issue. You know, the one thing that that Kyle Lowry does bring you is, you know, defense and toughness. I do think Miami needs an offensive boost, so I get it from that perspective. Uh, you know, like I at this point, Kyle Lowry isn't, you know, it's not 2016. He can't run around um and, you know, get his own shot, score 20 points like he used to. D'Lo can mm-hmm. still do that, but but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it would be a plus, especially when you when you're talking about in the playoffs. Um, as long as you've got a healthy Kyle Lowry, I still think you'd rather have him uh, over D'Lo uh, at this point. And because D'Lo's also, his stock is very low. I mean, he's averaging the fewest amount of points per game since 2018, like before his yeah. uh, before his uh, all-star season with Brooklyn, um, like when he was, you know, a pup. That was his third season in the league. So it's like he, he's not having the greatest year. 36% from three. You know, any lower, and you're almost ringing the alarm bells. Like he, he's he's going through some sort of prolonged slump or something. So, like he's, uh, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think going to the Heat would would make the most sense. I, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it would be like a disaster, depending on what the 
package back would be. But but yeah, I I, I definitely think yeah the three you mentioned mainly the Clippers um, is is the only one that that would really fly. Um, but uh, I don't think many teams are you know scrambling to the phone uh, to to, no. to call Minnesota to pick this guy up. No, I, I I don't think so. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye out and see where where D'Lo's potential fifth NBA franchise will will end up being. Uh, yep. Crazy, this guy's bounced around as much as he has. Uh, but uh, the the next uh, honestly, Toronto, honestly, Toronto. Uh, you know, just to shake things yeah. up, that'd be another team. Another you would team hate that it. he just <laughs> yeah. he just seems like one of those guys. I mean, who he's would played in Ohio. He played in Ohio, so he's used to the you know cold uh, cold weather. Hopefully, but. Uh, uh, it just popped into my brain. I mean, we've got a bunch of long defenders. Uh, we could use a little uh, offensive uh, firepower. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another one I wouldn't hate. Uh, come to Toronto, Dilo. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to wait and really, see. You'll uh, literally have ice in your veins. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll uh, that'll do. That, that is the marketing campaign that make people yeah. forget that uh, he would be. Well, I mean, actually, you know what? Uh, depending on what they give up, yeah, that could actually work all right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the the next trade we're going to go to the, of course, the Lakers have to be in trade talks here. Uh, yeah. Bojan Bogdanovic and uh, Nerlens Noel hot on their uh, their trade target list, uh, to yep. trying to scoop them out from the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Bojan has been pretty nice this season. Uh, you know, playing oh, yeah. well, shooting the ball well. Uh, one of their best go-to players down the stretch of uh, the rare close game that they do end up having. Yeah. Uh, but and then Nerlens Noel is Nerlens Noel. He's going to get you a couple of, uh, block a game and you know pull down some tough rebounds. Uh, th- those are both things that the, I think this Lakers team would very much like to have. Uh, yep. You know, a big a big shot creating three slash four or uh, you know a a mobile defensive center. Uh, yeah. And they're always looking for yeah, they're for trades. They're always looking for five five ways to get them. But yeah. this is a tough one. Uh, in total, about if you were going to get the two of them as a package deal, you're running about twenty eight million. Are you gonna, you know, package together four or five of these uh, these smaller contracts to get them, or are you gonna throw out, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook's name to see if you can clear that cap space? Because I think the Pistons that is probably better off for them long term. Oh, yeah. to yeah. Uh, you know take take that deal for Russ because they're they're trying to be bad anyways. Because when really is Russ matter? Is Russ's expiring at the end of this year or the end of next year? I, I believe his is uh, done this year, and I think he has a team option on it. So oh, it okay, up to the okay. Pistons, I, I believe. I believe so. Uh, but uh, if it's anyway. a player option, he could up back into that last, it's not, last year. It's, it's not as scary of a contract as it was the last couple years. Like It's, no, it's coming no. off the books soon, so you yeah. know, it's not unthinkable. So No, and, and I think that's the thing. And for the Pistons, you know, if you already have Cade, uh, you know, you you made you you seem like you've made a couple nice pickups in the draft. Uh, you know, th- there's lots to build up off here. Uh, if you do that, maybe you make and you get another top three draft pick probably this season. Yep. Uh, you go from there, and then you uh, I don't know, who knows? Maybe you can make a splash in free agency. You can find somebody out there that's willing to kind of be uh, the catalyst for change in that uh, that that franchise. And who knows? Maybe the Pistons are back to being a tough team. But uh, it would yep. it could all start with just this kind of small wrinkle move uh this season yeah 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 i mean i think the expectations for detroit uh you know if if kate has been playing he's 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 now been out most of the season but you know i think some people were saying you know sneaky playing team like these guys are actually going to be good because they showed some signs of life last year they've got a bunch of good players and and yeah picking they up do a guy suck. Like, without kate they're horrible oh they're they're, they're really 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 bad and you know boyan coming over i i really like that move it's like wow they're actually a young team going to get the veteran, uh, you know, earlier than maybe people anticipated. Uh, I really like that they were just going for it. Cade being out, you know, 
all, all the plans have been derailed. So, uh, you know, obviously they're going to continue to be one of the worst teams in the league. There's no way they can make up any ground or anything. So, so you know, going out and getting Russ actually makes a lot of sense, uh, if, if, you know, as much as it makes sense for any team. Um, because, yeah, that amount of money coming off the books uh, when it does in the next, you know, at the end of this year or the end of next, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, you don't, you don't need to hold on to Boyan, 33-year-old Boyan uh, at all. Like, and then, you know, maybe, you know, the Lakers will uh, attach a pick to that, uh, which is probably all you'll really need to entice you if you're Detroit. So I think that's probably where it'll go because the Lakers cannot, I do not see them uh, doing some sort of like four player for two deal here. Cause that, no. that's just counterproductive for them. Uh, and it's so hard. They do not have many tradable contracts at all. Uh, no. And, and so, so yeah, I think, I think if it's, if it's to Detroit, it will be for Russ. Um, and honestly, I'll, I'll like the move for both teams. If we're just talking about getting, you know, acquiring, uh, Boyan and 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 Nerlens Noel, it's you know the perfect formula, like you were saying. I mean, it's the same type of thing as the uh, Turner and Heald, um, but and and sort of you know the, the balance is yeah, and the balance is the other way. You've got you're getting the better kind of perimeter player on the whole rather than the better big, because uh, I think you'd probably say Miles Turner mm. is a uh, bit better of an asset than Buddy oh. Heald. But anyway. Oh, oh yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I Just, think you're saying Boyan was better than uh, than Heald, and I was gonna say ah, that's a close one. I would say he is, though, because, I mean, this... We'll do a blind comparison another time. Yeah, yeah, we'll need to. It's definitely close, because they're both shooting the ball really well this year. But, you know, Boyan's 41% from three this year, 48, almost 49% from the field, and over 20 points per game. I know everyone in their their brother averages 20 points per game this year, and Mm -hmm. Buddy Heald might also be... I haven't even looked at what he's he's averaging this year. He's close. But uh, but I think Boyan... I think he hits, like, four threes a game, five threes a game. Yeah, yeah. But I th- I think Boyan is a slightly better like playmaker, like a guy who can kind of play within an offense. Uh and and a guy who like we saw him with with Indiana can be like uh, a number one option sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like he's a guy who can carry a lot on his shoulders. Uh and at 6-7 I like his size. I think he's a really really good kind of guy to put next to LeBron. Um and so uh oh, and, yeah. and then yeah, Nerland's just, you know, a bruiser who can go in there and just be another big in your rotation uh can mm-hmm. can play next to AD. Uh, when, when he's yeah yeah at this point uh you know it would be a good pickup so i like it for either side definitely i've been saying again and again you know i don't care if it's the home run move you're looking for just make a move if you're the lakers you never know what'll happen if you've got lebron playing great ad comes back plays great and you've got a guy uh yeah like boyan i think that's uh, an incredible addition for you so i'm all for it for the lakers and i'm all for it for the pistons they suck yeah. And and uh, it might as well be as bad as you can. If you want to do that, you go get Russ. That's you know oh. that's the word around the league. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also confirmed. So so he actually he opted in. I, I guess we just uh, had spaced this out of our minds. Uh, he opted into his last year of his deal right. this year. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes this yes, offseason, yes. his player option. So he's a free agent after this. This is over. One last right. year. Uh, yeah. One last kick of the can. So. Uh, yeah, that that is a, a really nice Let's trade. Uh, I mean, that's a good trade uh, you could make. You know, if you can get Westbrook yeah. off the books, both sides. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the get to the draft capital or whatever. Because yeah, I think they would probably have to take both those Lakers picks uh, yeah. in order to give those guys up. Uh, and I think the Lakers would probably be willing to do it. Uh, speaking how close they are to not even making the playoffs right now. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, we're we're going to keep an eye on the Lakers and any other potential moves that they decide to make. Uh, and uh, you know, who who knows? Maybe the Pistons will uh, flip it on their heads and end up uh, sending these guys somewhere else. Uh, who yep. knows? Uh, to move on here, uh, this one is a, uh, you know, we've already talked about this guy. I feel like we've talked about this guy. He's got a lot of fucking play. Probably he's, he's, him <laughs> sitting out is the most that uh, 
his name has oh, been yeah. brought up in NBA circles. Uh, Jay Crowder uh, getting more and more trade talk as uh, the the deadline heats up. Came out saying recently that he felt he he, he was blindsided by the Suns, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I know. I'm like, wh- wh- blindsided in what sense? Like. No one said you couldn't you, believe you have... he was going to get benched. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Uh, and that's also kind of like it's kind of rude to a guy like you know Cam Johnson who's having a great year. Like, why doesn't he deserve to start? Like, yeah. you saying I deserve to start means someone else deserves to be on the bench. I hope you know that, uh, Jay Crowder. Like, it's not like uh, you you guys both can be happy. So yeah, that was crazy when when I heard him say that. Yeah, well, and again, it's like uh, I, I, a lot of people have been talking about it. Like, why the why does Jay Crowder feel like he can do this? Like, what is he? I, I don't know. Done? Like, he's not like he's 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 like an above average NBA player. I would say, like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think he's a great a, like a great role player. Like, any team yeah. should be happy to have a Jay Crowder. But like, give me a fucking break, man. Like, you, you're not you're not a star or something. Like, no. not, you're not going to go in there and turn the franchise around. Uh, but I mean, that, that's not here or, uh, nor there. Uh, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat. Once again, I feel like these two teams are always interested in Jay Crowder, even back yeah. uh, you know before his uh, Phoenix Suns tenure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes sense because he fits the culture of both these teams very well. Uh, yeah. You know, he he obviously he was on the the Miami Heat for a, a, a good uh, stint there. Uh, yeah. I believe believe when they were in the finals. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, Jay yeah. Crowder was on that team. Bubble uh, finals. So, yeah, 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 yeah. The bubble finals. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I mean, we'll 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 see if they can uh, you know get a package together. But between those two teams, Jordan, who do you think uh, Jay Crowder would fit better on uh, the Bucks or the Heat? Uh, I I think it's pretty even uh, on either side. I think both would would uh, benefit from having him. Um, in, in terms of him, you know, on which team he would start, I don't think either. So good for you, Jay either, Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> You've, your holdout has been really successful. Um, so yeah, either one I think could could really use him. I think, you know, the the, the Bucks are in overall better position uh, than the Heat, but I still think they're they're kind of in the in the position that they are in uh, in terms of their expectations. I, I think they are. Under under more pressure to to make a small move like this, pick up a guy because uh, the Heat, I think, you know, in a sense, the Heat are already kind of playing with house money this year. I mean, last year they did better than anyone thought. They've got a kind of aging group, um, but they've got some good young players in you know Bam and Hero and mm-hmm. and you know uh, you know Vincent and Struess and these guys that have been exciting. Uh, so the pressure isn't really on them to you know championship or bust this year as much as it is for Milwaukee, uh, who I think are you know uh, people are kind of circling them you know the vultures are circling around milwaukee you know what's going to happen with chris middleton this aging kind of core outside of Giannis. so so i think they're under more pressure to pick up you know you know make a move on the periphery pick up a guy like that so i think uh they would really benefit from it just another guy who can play defense another big body who hopefully when the playoffs come around can can hit shots i mean if jay crowder can hit shots he's great if he's shooting you out of games when he's in a slump, uh, hey, he can actually hurt you, you which he's done you get, before. Man, you taketh the J Crowder three <laughs> and the, giveth the J Crowder three. It's, it's the experience. A, it's the experience yeah. that you know you you've got to go through. And it's a new team. It's, he's already been with the Heat, so I, I'd say I'd say Milwaukee. I want them to have have the experience. Uh, but the Heat could use him too. Both both teams are a good option. See, I I would pivot on that. I think the Heat should be the ones to go after him just to get more a guy who's already ingrained in that culture. But yeah. also, they they don't really have a guy like him. Like they've got a lot of uh, perimeter shooters and they've got a lot of defenders, obviously, but nobody who's really his combination of size and skill. Yeah. Uh, I I think that the, the 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 Heat would be the easier team for him to kind of walk onto and really produce. Because when you look at the Bucks. 
they've got like two or three guys that fit the exact mold uh, of what uh, like like if they didn't pick up uh, if they didn't pick up uh, what's his name Jingles, then uh, this yeah. this would be I, I would be like oh perfect yeah I forgot uh, about Jingles. For the Bucks. But with Joe yeah. Ingles there now, uh, you know, they, they've got enough other, like, 3 and D guys. I, I don't think that he really even, like, like even Grayson Allen's a guy who's, like, it, it w- would take minutes from him, I think. You know, obviously, they, they yeah. play different positions, but, like, st- same kind of skill set, you know, uh, which, yeah. which is funny uh, to, to say the two of them are similar, which <laughs> yeah. they, they are, though. Uh, <laughs> but they, uh, like... I, I don't know. I, I could see him getting pissed off there too because I could see him even getting DNPs because I think he would yeah. seriously be like the eighth or ninth guy at best in the rotation yeah. some games. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure what uh, what it would take to get him though. Like I don't think he's worth like a first round pick or anything even. Like I I don't really know. Like that's why I'm also confused what the holdout is. Like are the Suns not wanting to move him? Are the Suns not? You know, wanting to, uh, to 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 just make the deal to be you know, mean to him, just fuck with his head. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. Like I feel like you could get like like the Suns this year right now should be like, oh shit, maybe we should make this move because we're outside the playing tournament right now. We've lost, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever it is, eleven out of our last 20, uh, 20 games. Something maybe it might be worse than that. Like I, it it's it's pretty crazy. Feels like they haven't won in months. No, it's it's brutal. So I, I think they've got to make this trade as soon as possible, whether it's the the Bucks, the Heat, or just anybody else who's willing to take this guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have a feeling maybe they've been holding out to try and get, you know, a, a panicking contending team that'll throw a pick uh, to them for, yeah. and then, uh, you know, a random other salary filler. Um, and, and so that might be why it hasn't happened yet. But, but uh, like, yeah, another guy who's, Stock isn't all that high. He's, he's an aging guy who, there you know, like you're saying on the Bucks and and I mean even on the Heat, like they they've got guys who kind of do what he does, and he doesn't do anything you know spectacularly. He's just a guy you bring in if you need a veteran uh, presence, like a guy who's been there in the big games, who's not gonna you know make a dumbass decision, uh, who isn't gonna be afraid to shoot it, which actually is important, uh, you know, for guys in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. But but who you know who can uh, be kind of underwhelming and, and mediocre in spots when you really do need him. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it, whoever gets him, I think will be better for it, but uh, you know, uh, j- just don't give up too much. Don't, don't, don't throw all your chips in for Jay Crowder. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not the franchise altering player that uh, he may think that no. he is. Uh, but uh, to, to move on here, uh we got two superstars that are in the mix here for the trade talks you, uh, on the me trade deadline. But yeah, why not? Fuck it. Uh, we'll, <laughs> hey. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll liquidate Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, Alex, yep. you're, get, you're starting now, man. You gotta, yep. you gotta get do in there. it all. You're gonna edit and you're gonna. Uh, we're going to the you, you, we're going to the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So throw you better uh, you better get the mic going. I guess uh, you can ask Joe to hop in there. I'm sure he yeah. he, he he'd throw. Uh, yeah, it'll his, turn into a Blazers podcast. Ugh, yeah, who wants that? Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, both of them are, uh, you know, they're they they they've lifted. They're no they're no trade clauses, and uh, if one of them's going to get moved, it would be big. Uh, I mean, yeah. for, for very different reasons. Uh, I think the, the if either of them gets moved, the, it would be kind of a, a pretty much it would have to be kind of a blockbuster deal, uh, yeah. especially I think for Bradley Beal, a guy who's been with the Wizards his whole career. Uh, you know, just signed a deal in the off season as well. Uh, to stay after he said he pretty much just didn't really feel like anywhere else was better, uh, which is hilarious that he was just like, well, 
I can't guarantee that this is a good spot for me, so I'm just going to stay at home and say, <laughs> fuck it, and figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, Taking my $200 million and go. Uh, yeah. Tough but, decision, uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so Bradley Beal is going to be, uh, you know, eligible to, to, to be moved now. And, I, I again, same thing. He's always linked to all these teams. Like, I know he's been linked to the Miami Heat for years. Like, I... I yeah. I just don't know when this like I think that they a lot of these windows they've missed. Like there was there was opportunities and times when these trades would have made sense, but I think for Beal, like even he like, you know, he's he's starting to get uh, upwards of thirty. Like he's not uh yeah. like he still produces well, but like again, he's never gotten better defensively. Like uh it's there's a lot of question marks around him that kind of concern me if a contender was gonna go after him. Uh and then I'm not really sure what the fuck happened with Levine and the Bulls. Like this one still is so weird to me. Like such yeah. a great year last year, and then now adversity hits, and then everybody's turned on Zach Levine. They're having team meetings. Like I don't know if this is a uh, just a problem that like is arising that he happens to be in the middle of, or if he's caused this. Like it's both of these guys. I think like for high end trade returns could just completely blow up. Like I'm, I would be very skeptical about moving making a move for either of these guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if for for Beal, I've always liked the idea of him going to the Heat, but you know, it's uh, you, you'd rec- you'd have to deplete a lot of your depth coming the other way uh, with yeah. the amount of money oh, yeah. he's making. So that kind of complicates things. Still, though, I think if he was if they could make a you know if if they could make it work somehow, that that starting uh, group of you know uh, Lowry, Beal, Butler, and Bam, and then whoever you want to throw in that four spot. Um, I, I think legitimately they could compete with uh, the other best teams in the East, like the, the top tier, because, uh, you know, the, the, already they've shown last year that, they're, they're, that the Heat are better than you think they are. They'll, they'll, they'll go further than you think. Um, and, yeah, with, with a score like Beal in there, I think that would be perfect. Um, but outside of that, like, I, I, don't, see, I don't see a team, like, uh, just saying, okay, you know, we're kind of mediocre. We're going to go get Bradley Beal, and that's going to make us good, because... Bradley Beal has shown already, like, he can only take you so far as, like, you know, the top dog, like, the lead guy. He's gotten better with the ball in his hands. He can pass it a little bit. But mm-hmm. we've seen over the years in Washington, like, he's not he's not getting any better at this point. Like, if anything, he's, he's going to maybe start slowly declining, um, yeah. you know, you know with his age injuries. now. Yeah, not really sure how some of those are legit, though. I think some of yeah. those just sit him out, but... I know. and But also, like, his contract, like, how many more years is he under contract for? Because if he just signed that one, is it, like, another four years... Five I, years. I, th- I think he. I think it's another four years, but I'll, yeah. I'll double check. So like you're you're also locking yourself into this monster fucking uh, you know deal that you know with 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 almost no way out. Um, uh, because if he, if he waves his trade clause this year, can he re-implement it again down the road? Think, like how I, I does think, that I work? Feel, I feel like the team would have to be the one to do that. You know what I mean? Okay. 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 Anyway. But e- e- either way, you're, you you are sort of committing to this guy uh, for for a long time, who I don't think is going to guarantee that that your 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 franchise is going to be uh, good or he's going to be the missing piece or whatever. So I, I I think a team like Miami or I, I don't know maybe maybe one, one, you know a team like Memphis maybe uh, if if they were enticed to sort of part with some of their guys, but I think. They've, they've got Desmond Bain playing the two, who they're perfectly happy rolling with uh, yeah. you know, going into the future. And I don't think Bradley Beal is a guy who positionally you can change around all that much. I don't think he'd be that successful as a three. I think he's very solidly a two-guard sort of combo guard who can maybe play a bit of point uh, every once in a while. Um, and there's just not that many teams who are sort of you know, already uh, in that 
kind of playoff and championship hunt who are really glaringly missing a guy like that other than the Heat. So if they, those two teams can make it work, fine. But otherwise, I, I, I don't see uh, where where it can happen. But you're right, there's been times in the past where he wasn't making so much goddamn money. Uh, and when, you know, he, he his stock was higher, you know, when he was leading oh, the yeah. league in scoring, uh, you know, they, there was other times when he could have been traded, but it's kind of like the the situation we've seen a million times. You know, we, we saw it with CJ McCollum where it's like, oh, you should trade this guy, you should trade him, and then you hold on yeah. to him, you hold on to him, and then it's like, uh, okay, like there's there there's not the much you can do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and eventually they did get a little bit of value from McCollum, but, you know, that might be what happens with Beal in the end where you get a package where it's like, really? This is what you're trading for Bradley Beal? Um, and, and that's just how it goes sometimes. But um, And, and when, it, when when you're talking about Levine, like, yeah, it's a very weird season the Bulls are having. Yeah. Uh, same type of deal, though. Like, uh, uh, honestly, Levine on the Heat would be great. Um, and, and he's... I think he's got a bit more defensive potential than Bradley Beal. He's a bit longer, obviously more athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he still kind of falls asleep sometimes on that end. He's he's historically been kind of bad. When he played Team USA. Gets yeah, he's hundred percent. Like he played Team USA and, and showed that he could be a decent on, on ball defender. Um still off ball though. He, he I, I don't know what's going on with him. He, he's 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 defensively uh you know on the IQ side for whatever reason he he struggles. But um, you know, obviously a guy who's Super fucking, uh, you know, productive when when he's on. Um, he's 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 kind of had these lingering in- injury concerns, so his stock also isn't you know as high. He's not having as good a year this year. Um, but like, I, I don't know what team is gonna go. Like, yeah, we're gonna go, you know, push all our chips in for 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 Zach Levine and and hope that he can be the difference maker. Unless they're already kind of on the doorstep. So uh, I don't know. I think it's. I would love to see both of these guys, either or both of these guys, moves. But I don't. I don't see where uh where it's gonna go i i don't see that many options well uh, yeah and it's a guard centric league like that's the tough part like nobody's uh nobody's really had a shortage for guards like that's why again like the heater you know they're they're looking but like i don't know again then you're expected to you know be able to trade kyle lowry like maybe maybe moving lowry he can play with DeRozan again now in in chicago that would be nice they could uh they could have that reunion that's pretty much the only thing that would work because uh, again, uh, you know, Levine's got a big contract. Beal, I confirm, yeah, la, it was, so it was just this past off season that so five year max deal. Uh, so he's he's taking right. in forty million a year. Uh, so yeah. it's uh, and, and also I, I don't know what I was saying before. Uh, if you have uh, no trade clause, it's up to the player to waive it. I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. So, so it's uh, they, I think he could put it back. I don't see. Yeah, why like I don't couldn't. know how many times. Like, is your contract always under a no trade clause? So it's like, okay, I'm cool with this. Um, but also, I'm also confused by that because I thought that just meant that he can veto a trade. Like, like I, I didn't think it was something that was like, okay, it's lifted now, so you can trade me anywhere. I thought it was like, I approve this trade; it can go through, or I don't. I, I think approve. it could be it could be different. It depends on the yeah. how good your agent is, and it right. sounds like yes. both of these guys need better ones because I think yeah. that theirs is just lifted and they can get sent anywhere now. Uh, yeah. I mean, some some places, you know, I, I think I think the Wiz would probably, you know. They'd take their time. They would they would talk to him about it. He's been there through thick and thin, so I think they would yeah. give him the respect there. The Bulls will probably send uh, Levine to the I don't know San Antonio or Charlotte yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, they don't give uh, a fuck. Uh, but uh, oh, to, to move on here now, uh, all, uh, coming coming to a close uh, here in the podcast. Uh, it's been flying by. I hope you guys have been enjoying this uh, this trade talk, uh, giving you something to think about here. Yeah, uh, to to start your week. Uh, this one's gonna just be personal, uh, you know, personal opinion. That's, that's personal, uh, Matt. That's personal. Yeah, it's very, it's very personal. 
Jordan and I are going to share with you guys uh, uh, one or two players that we we would like most to see moved uh, yep. in the NBA. Uh, someone who should be freed. Uh, first player that came to my mind, Jordan. Uh, of course, Eric Gordon. We haven't been uh, free the man. Ha- hashtag free Eric Gordon. I mean, the Rockets are such a fucking shit show. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, that fight was really funny that they started. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And funny enough, the the honky that started it doesn't get suspended, but Deshaun Tate and Jalen Green do. How does that make any sense? Um, stupid. But uh, yep. yeah, the the, the the Rockets took two L's that night and uh, will continue doing <laughs> so. And Eric Gordon is just kind of sitting there like, all right, I hate my life. Uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got like the daddy daycare thing going on. Uh, so uh, unfortunate, unfortunate for Eric Gordon. Hopefully that guy can can get put somewhere where he can actually play and you know be around other adults. Because right now, yeah, yeah daddy daycare Eric Gordon. Uh, yeah. But Jordan. Uh, besides Eric Gordon, who yeah. else would you like to see moved uh, the, this trade oh, deadline? There's so many guys. I mean, the biggest, the biggest uh, like star I'd like to see moved as as much as Beal and and uh, Levine would be exciting. I would love uh, Portland. Uh, you know, maybe they go on a bit of a tailspin here towards the, uh, the 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 trade deadline. I mean, they have not been playing that great as of late. Nope. I think a lot of people pointed out they got a bunch of lucky wins early in the season, and I think people thought they were better than they were. Um, but uh, you know, you, you, you've got you've got young guys. You, you've just signed Simons, and you've got something in in uh, Shaden Sharp. Like you've got something there that I think people are finally looking at and going going like, okay, this could this could really be something. Yeah. If you're Portland, you want to play him as much as possible. Um, and uh, like I I, I I just don't know what the hell. I mean, we, we, we've had this conversation before, but it's just so sad to think that Dame is just going to be there year after year when they're yeah. in that you know, play-in mix. Just, just whatever. And if he's happy, fine, I guess. But if there's any... I, I just hope I'm sick of I'm I, I'm actually I'm over uh and, I, and I'm sick of waiting for Dame to make the decision. I need somehow like maybe because I I know that the team uh, is gonna be sold at some point. It's up in the air. Jody Allen, I think that's her name. Paul Allen's wife now technically owns the team, but she said she's gonna sell it at some point. So maybe you know we can get a quick turnaround. Uh, you know, new new owners in there who who understand that holding on to Dame uh, really doesn't make sense for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and can get him shipped out because that that's a guy who could really shift the title race depending on where he goes. Obviously, oh, he's that sure, good, yeah. um, and he's having a really good season. Um, but in terms of uh, guys who aren't stars, yeah, Eric Gordon's good. Uh, I would like to see some of the Jazz guys go somewhere. As weird as it sounds, I think Jordan Clarkson could kind of swing the title race depending on where he goes. He's a guy who a lot of he brings that kind of you know off the bench scoring uh, punch that a lot of these teams could really use. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other they, guys. Uh, I, I can't remember uh, that game against the Cavs. He had that uh, the Donovan Mitchell return game. He had the crazy couple four yeah. point f- uh, plays. Uh, oh yeah, really, really, uh, really stole that game for the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Pirtle, we've talked about down in San Antonio. He doesn't need to be mm-hmm. on that shitty ass team. Um, also, Matt, did you see that uh, the the Warriors uh, uh, Spurs game that set the attendance record uh, in the it's Alamo? So Dome? weird. Like, what the fuck was that? that- who? tickets to go to that game first of all you can't see anything and no. the spurs it's so sad that that was the game uh that it was that like a was big flash most. mob or something i i don't know why there was supposed to be like a light show too i don't know like people were just there for the sake of say i was at the fucking sixty-eight thousand people game <laughs> like i saw there was a photo of the one the the one person the spurs where they were got sitting. Blown you out. couldn't even see the court 
I know, I know. And like, uh, I if it it's was like, like they, an exciting uh, game between it's like two when they good used to teams, do the, the Sky Dome Raptors game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was that was legit. I wish I had seen that. Uh, I was still a bit young, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, Pirtle, uh Doug McDermott is also fucking uh, you know sad down buckets? there in uh, San Antonio. He could help yeah, someone. I'm out on him, man. He sucks. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm probably with you there. Um, and and uh, last guy, kind of a deep cut. Uh, who again? I don't know why he's not more highly sought after, more desired by teams. But Delon Wright uh, can really help a lot of you know teams if you've got if you've he's got a, a bad. If you've got a bad defensive guard uh, and you need another guard in your rotation who's got some size and can defend and can actually shoot it better than people give him credit for, go get DeLon Wright. He's great. Uh, and he, like, he can pass the ball. He averages like two steals a game in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Play. yeah. It's he's insane. Sick. Like he's he's one of the best defensive guards in the league. And well, he's got great size. Like, he's got, he comes yeah, from an NBA six, family. Six. Uh, his older brother Durrell used to play for the Miami Heat. Yep. Uh, you know, who, who knows? Maybe that's the, the fix they need. Maybe the, the heat will uh, go out and get to lawn. Absolutely. Um, but, and last uh, guy, actually, Matt, that I just remembered, mm. Terrence Ross. Get get Terrence Ross somewhere yeah, else. I don't want him yeah. on Orlando. I want to see him, uh, you know, my former Raptor, uh, go to one of these contending teams and, and hit a big shot in the playoffs. He used to do that even as a youngin. And, uh, you know, he, he's not afraid to shoot it. Uh, that's for sure. So free Terrence no, Ross no. as well. Yeah, and and he's it's kind of funny though. I'll, I'll say this: he's kind of taken that uh, that new role, uh, just being the, vet, the 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 mentor and the vet on the Magic. He took that pretty well. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. But I think it's also because he's like, okay, cool. All my games don't matter. I can stick to stream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, well, who knows? We'll see. Maybe he'll get moved. Uh, you know, the 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 Magic are actually. I th- I'm saying it, man. The Magic are like actually a decent team. I don't think they're that bad. Like no, they that- should. They, they're kind of like the thunder in the East to me. Yeah, like, I think yeah. they, they, they've got some real potential over there. They don't need to get Wimbanyama. I mean, hey, Wimbanyama help any team. It'd but, be nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the I had two guys down here. I, a lot of those guys you said, uh, you know, uh, I, it all makes sense. I agree. You know, they could uh, they could be moved and probably really help out a contender down the line. Uh, I got these, these two players from the same team. We were actually talking about them uh, in one of our recent podcasts uh, from the Charlotte Hornets. Scary Terry and Gordon Hayward. They need the both of those yeah. guys would make really great additions on pretty much any NBA team. Uh, you know, I, I think Scary Terry yeah. especially. You know, Rozier has has a terrific mix of scoring and uh, playmaking. You know, obviously he's a little bit raw, uh, a little bit thin on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he's Kinda only about small. six. Yeah, he's only about six foot six one. Uh, yeah. But you know, he he can get you buckets. Like if you can get him, uh, you know, on a team that already has you know your starting backcourt figured out, just to come off the bench and get you some buckets. I yep. think Rozier is, uh, you know, one of the best guys you could get. And again, Charlotte is going to be selling guys. Like I don't think they're holding on to anybody, especially uh, these Shouldn't guys because they're they're up there in years. Like like Gordon Hayward. I mean, uh, you know, say what you will about him. Uh, you know, very injury prone, and you know his contract isn't exactly the most desirable. But if you could find a way to incorporate him again, even in your bench uh, unit, a second option, just a, like a super sub, just to come in there, play limited minutes, help out. You know, because because he really can do it all around the court. And I think right now he needs to kind of find that uh find the love of the game again because when you see yeah. him on the court it doesn't really seem like he cares and i mean it's kind of tough when you're on a team that you know you you're not going to be winning with like there's just, it's just that's it's just flat out yeah. this is a bad team this yeah. doesn't match up where his career arc is like but he, if he went to a team that he could actually you know get meaningful minutes 
play well and, uh, you know, have some decent, competent players around him. Like, I think Gordon Hayward could could still have uh, one, one more kick at the can before it's all said and done. So I would say free either of those guys, that, that dynamic duo out in Charlotte. I think they could really make an impact somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see it. Uh, yeah, and, and with Hayward, like, God, he misses so much time with injury. But when he's yeah. on the court, uh, he's, uh, like... He, he's very unique. I think people kind of put him in a box as just like, oh, yeah, he can score a little bit. He can basically be your point guard. Uh, he can basically yeah. do what, like, you know, be sort of like a point forward, like, uh, you know, a very, very, very poor man's version of what, like, LeBron does. Uh, he can shoot it from all levels of the court, can attack the baskets, got size, not going to get picked on on defense. So, yeah, lots of guys could could use him. Uh, he's just got to, you know, get healthy and, 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 you know, keep on the court. But, yeah, I'd love to see those two guys moves as well, 100%. Well, uh, we would love to hear from everybody else, all of our uh, our loyal listeners. Who do you guys want to see get traded before the uh, the NBA John trade Collins. deadline? Uh, yeah, John Collins is out there. LeBron James, let's get him the fuck out of there finally. Like, <laughs> I let's wish. Really I wish. blow it up. Yeah, it'll never happen. But who who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, get us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram at Big Dog Ball Talk, and uh, you know we'll get back to you or we'll we'll feature you on the podcast. Who knows? Yep. Uh, we just got to reach out and we'll uh, we'll we'll get that sorted. But yep. uh, it's Matt Icorn, Jordan Fleagle. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. We'll be back with more on. Wednesday All-Star Special. Oh! You didn't see that coming, I bet. No. Oh, you didn't see it. Right in the back <laughs> of the head. Donkey punch style. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're ready for it. I uh, hope you guys are ready uh, to hear our All-Star picks, our crazy criteria, and uh, what, why yeah. we believe that uh, you know the All-Star game needs some more wrinkles into it. Uh, yeah. So uh, be sure for that Wednesday special to be on the lookout. Uh, yeah. And then Friday, we also are going to have another podcast. So a loaded week from the Big Dogs. Uh, so be excited. Uh, it's Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan legal and as my good friend jordan always says go Bengals! we did it man Ooh. we survived who did Bengals? who did uh, I, I i was working i turned on the uh you know the game when it was tied and i saw that you know the ravens were at second goal second and goal or whatever they are and then i turn it on and i see this freaking Bengal barreling uh you know to the other the other side of the field uh no one mm. around him uh what an amazing turn of events Robert. uh and uh yeah i'm i'm happy man i'm i'm happy uh yeah, I, i'm the sorry Ohio kid man prodigal who, son has i know yeah local guy i mean who, who are you rooting for now matt i know you know your, your packers didn't Ooh. make it but what's 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 your vibe uh obviously who am i rooting for that's a good question probably the bills because that'll help i was gonna say roll. Yeah, yeah. And I mean the Bills would be a great story this year, uh obviously. Yeah. Um but uh but I'm excited. I'm 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 into it. I haven't always uh you know paid paid attention, but but I'm uh, uh you maybe you'll teach me some things this year, Matt. We can watch some football together. Um cuz uh, I'm loving it. It was great I'll show weekend. you something, man. I'll get you out on the gridiron and we'll do the Oklahoma drill over. Let's we'll do, do it, it for 5 hours. I don't uh, know what that is, but, but let's go. Let's go. Me Okay, you guys heard it. Yeah, YouTube exclusive. Me versus Jordan. I'm doing Oklahoma the Oklahoma drill. drill. I know what that is. <laughs>